freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And before I even pass the mic over to Dan, I will say I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. I want to say congratulations to the Cubbies. Holy cow, was that a nail biter. And I don't even watch baseball. But wow, I mean, that is definitely one for the history books. And, uh, you know, speaking of which, I think that our, our Tuesday night coming up is going to be just as much of a nail biter. This is our last show before the election. And uh, how glad are we about that? I sure hope <laughs> Trump wins without overtime. Oh my goodness, could you imagine if it was like some kind of a tie? I don't, just don't even talk about it. Anyway, uh, I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm Dan Todd. The theme of our show today is, I'm voting for my rights. This time I picked out the theme because we, the great people of this nation, keep asking, who are you voting for? You'll notice they reply, a Democrat, Republican, Green Party, Independent, or none of the above. Do any of these choices give us a winning horse that we would want to place our bets on? I'm not going to answer that for you. Instead, I will state, I am voting for my rights. That is much less inclined to turn the conversation into an argument. I I decided that our constitutional rights, most importantly to me, our Second Amendment rights, are the things that I'm voting for to protect and preserve. You can do your own research to decide which candidate has promised to to value the importance of the protecting our Bill of Rights, which, by the way, is a portion of the Constitution where the Second Amendment is written, and upholding the Supreme Court's decision on the Heller versus McDonald case, which stated that the Second Amendment protects our rights as individuals' personal gun ownership. That person is a candidate I'm supporting with my vote. I am voting for not the person necessarily, but for my rights. Please keep that in mind when you vote this uh, Tuesday. Very well done, Mr. Todd. One one thing though, um, a lot of new gun owners, especially we, those of us that have been around a while, we we just kind of throw around that Heller, right? Well, the Heller case and the McDonald case, and and you did make it clear uh, what those were decided through the Supreme Court, but you you did say the Heller versus McDonald. So I just wanted to clarify that it wasn't ever Heller versus McDonald. It was, um, what was it? I'm going to have to look that up. One is DCV and one is Chicago V, and I, I get those two confused in my mind. But I just wanted to clear that up. Okay. So, Anyway, who are our guests today? We've got a great lineup. We've got doc, uh, Dr. Joe Heck. He's a physici- physician, small business owner, U.S. Brigadier General, a congressman, and now running for the state seat, Senate seat, serving Nevada's 3rd Congressional District. You know, uh, Nevada's one of those states that's having a real hard time right now trying to decide if they want to be Republicans or Democrat. Well, so not not only that, um, but it, they're a battleground state as far as our Second Amendment is concerned. They're really coming under fire, so to speak, from uh, the Bloomberg Initiative, the, the anti-gun, moms hate guns, every town for gun safety, uh, which is a misnomer. They right. have nothing to do with gun safety. They have everything to do with uh, trying to be rights restrictors. Right. And we're going to move things around a little bit. Instead of having my commentary at the end of the show, we're going to have it on the first hour. We also have Kelly Ward. She's a former state senator, passionate protector of the Constitution, and is already gearing up to be a candidate for a next state election. Wow. We got to start talking about the next one already. <laughs> that girl is busy. 
I am. Yes. I mean, she's like she a is, rabbit. She is running from one place to another. She is the Energizer Bunny incarnate for sure. We, our second era, we have a, a Frank Smuck. He's a retired Air Force pilot who settled in Arizona and is running for state Senate seat in LD-18 in Arizona, representing Ahwatukee and parts of Chandler, Mesa, and Tempe. We also have Senator Seville, uh, Sylvia Allen. She's um, the fifth-generation Arizonan who currently serves as a state senator for Arizona Legislative District 6, which spans from Snowflake to the south rim of the Grand Canyon. That pretty well covers all Arizona with those two guests. Pretty close. Yep. We have David Kopp. He's a president of the Arizona Citizens Defense League, AZCDL, helping Arizona gun owners face the form formidable fight against anti-right groups and legislation that limits Second Amendment rights. And, of course, at the end of our second uh, hour, we do have the Responsibly Armed Citizen Report. And, uh, wow, we just we have so much to talk about and so little time left before the election. But I do, I'm getting a sense that we, we've, we've just kind of gotten saturated. You know, people are just, there's such a level of fatigue out there that um, unless there's some shocking new revelation, uh, we, we're just kind of just blah. Don't you think? What do you think? I do, but I think that people are actually scared this, this election. On either side, or yes, both sides. We're, we're afraid. You know, the people on the other on the other side are thinking that Trump's going to destroy the world, mm. and and the people on our side think that uh, Hillary's going to take all of any rights that we have away from us. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I never heard Trump say he's going to destroy the world, but I have heard Hillary say that she's going to take our, she's going to adjust our rights. Mm. And so that's naturally, that's why I'd be afraid. So I am a little bit afraid of it right now. That. So I, you know, we listen to the news. We're excited about any new news that's coming up that would help our party. But the um, the sad thing is we're just hearing the same old thing. Well, something just came through the email this morning that I wanted to talk about. And it the headline is, the U.S. Supreme Court sides with Arizona lawmakers in support of a ban on ballot harvesting. And they overruled the lower courts. Now, I can't even begin to pretend that I fully understand all of the ramifications is, of this. Is that people that are farmers that are growing ballots? <laughs> no. Harvest, um, harvesting, you said. True. Well, from what I understand, a ballot harvester is somebody that goes and knocks on the door of a home, mm -hmm. canvasses a neighborhood, and says, hey, have you voted here yet? And and homeowner would say, no, I haven't yet. And they say, well, why don't why don't I help you out with that? Right. Sounds great. Let me help you out with that. And then I'll just take the ballot over to where, you know, where oh, we. Wow. And I'm sure they don't ask who you're going to vote for and decide what stack to put that in and decide which ones to deliver. How straight is that? Well, and I think that's the worry. Right. right. And, um, you know, people, if they take this election seriously, it's their responsibility to, to figure out how to get a ballot, who to vote for, not to be unduly influenced maybe by the the guy knocking on the door i don't know maybe they wouldn't not, influence but maybe they would but some and people then may put a stamp to, on it and stick it in the mail right some people might not be afford to put the stamp on it cheryl don't start that with me i know i know <laughs> you know i agree with you and it's it's too much of a chance that things could go crooked if we didn't give the responsibility for that person well, and here, reading further in the story, um, it says it was banned because it threatened the integrity of our elections, and the Supreme Court has determined that Arizona voters are entitled to protections that increase honest elections. And this is quoting uh, Robert Graham, who's the chairman of the Arizona Republican Party. These harvesters were associated with political causes and campaigns and left the door wide open for voter fraud. With this decision by the Supreme Court, that door has been closed, and the ban is in effect for this election now what what i don't fully understand is what if harvesting has already taken place are those kind of held somewhere before before they're deposited well, so I, if you had a harvester come to your door do you now need to go oh i need to go go personally to a, a polling place right 
or like to me this threw more question marks in the air as far as those things go and I wish that you know bringing it up that I had more answers but I at least wanted you to be aware that a change had been announced and the email is dated today November 5th um, it came through at 9:30 this morning Saturday November 5th I mean we're voting in three days on November 8th so um, I would say the best thing to do for yourself if you are out there wondering what's happening with your vote is to go to uh, the website of the Secretary of State of Arizona Michelle Reagan is our Secretary of State and that website is www.azsos.gov azsos.gov that's interesting SOS <laughs> save and our ship <laughs> so if I do that what are they going to tell me what's that going to do for me well, you can ask these questions for yourself and say, hey, look, I got somebody came and they harvested my vote. Now I don't know if my vote's going to be counted. So what do I need you, to do? They'll tell you whether or not your vote is, is recorded. I, and definitely that. There's even, if you follow through on that same website, if you've already voted, you can check and see if it's been counted. So that would be probably your first, your first step, so right? So if it hasn't, what do you do then? Just go down and vote on the normal election day? I Possibly, unless you're able to ask somebody through this website, right. what do I do? Because so, if it doesn't count on the register, then you should be able to go and just go right down there and vote. Unless it just hasn't been counted yet. So yeah. I would just say, check with the Secretary of State, ask her uh, what, what you should be doing to make sure that your vote did get counted, because every vote counts. The only vote that doesn't count is the one that you don't take the time to cast I, I personally get very, I'm getting my back up a little bit when I hear people take that cynical route and say, well, your vote doesn't matter anyway. This year, it really does matter. There's some states that are so close. Mm -hmm. And the state that wins Including is the one Arizona. That gets, that's the one that gets the electoral votes for that candidate. Absolutely. So it's very important and it does count. All right. We got to run to commercial. When we come back, we will be talking with Dr. Joe Heck. Now he's out of Nevada, but they are a battleground state. Everybody there is is on one side of the fence or the other for our Second Amendment rights. And uh, we want to do whatever we can to, to help Dr. Joe to uh, support our Second Amendment rights in all other states, not just Arizona, because we are a nationwide show on Gun Freedom Radio. Stick around. survive the legal aftermath of self-defense, Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network can give you peace of mind knowing that you have the financial and legal assistance to face this new threat to your liberty, your property, and your good name. Become a member today for just $135 a year. Join Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network today. ArmedCitizensNetwork.com. Use the tracking code 15625 or Paul Lathrop. ArmedCitizensNetwork.com. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. 
my husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. They come to America. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. And you'll notice that we've uh, put in some patriotic music today because I, I'm feeling patriotic. I mean, it's we're coming up on such an important election where so many important decisions are going to be made that that do have to do with our, our future, which is connected to our past, which is peop- what people have fought, ideas and, and ideals and values that people have fought and bled and died for. And so I am feeling patriotic, and I, I hope you are as well. So we have some awesome guests coming up. And this hour, we have Dr. Joe Heck. Now, Dr. Joe Heck is a physician. He is a small business owner. He was a U.S. Brigadier General, a congressman, and is now running for the Senate seat serving Nevada's 3rd Congressional District. Are you with us, Dr. Heck? I am, Cheryl. How are you? I am very well, and I am honored to speak to you. Thank you for your service, sir. And I'm tired just reading all (laughs) that. You are... You are such an accomplished man, my goodness! And now you're tackling uh, a Senate seat in Nevada. That how is that going for you? Well, it, it's going fairly well. We'll know a little bit better in 72 hours. But uh, this is the seat that Harry Reid has held for 30 years. Uh, and so, what we've been saying is that after eight years of uh, Barack Obama and 30 years of Harry Reid, both America and Nevada are ready for a change. And we're going to bring them that change on November 8th. That is, that is fantastic. So you're not running against the incumbent, but you're running against basically somebody he has uh, handpicked and, and tapped with his, with his uh, you know, what do they call this, the sword, you know, to, to pass it along. Sure. Yeah, no, the, my opponent is his handpicked uh, candidate. Uh, and it's certainly no stretch of the imagination to believe that she would carry on with Harry's failed liberal policies uh, of the last 30 years. Uh, And so that's why we're working real hard to put this seat back in the Republican column for the first time in over a quarter of a century and bring some conservative Nevada values uh, to this seat. Well, and it seems like, you know, for whatever reason, the, the Democratic Party and everybody running on the side of the Democratic Party just has, you know, endless amounts of, of money to spend. And it seems like, you know, those of us on the conservative side are, are constantly, you know, working double time, overtime to, to make sure that we've got enough funds to, to get our message out. Because unfortunately, messaging costs dollars. Um, and so, you know, that I, everywhere I look, that seems to be the case. Are you struggling with that a little bit in Nevada as well? Well, certainly we are, one, because Harry is calling in every favor that he's accumulated over his 30 pain uh, in order to try to... Uh-oh, you've cut out now. I don't know if you can hear me, but um, well, we'll just continue talking. So so I do understand that, that he... That her- oh, there you are. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you know, we're seeing it as the same in Nevada because Harry's uh, calling in every favor that he's accumulated over 30 years in order to help his hand-picked candidate across the finish line. So he's bringing in the liberal progressive money from people like Tom Steyer and George Soros and Michael Bloomberg uh, to help his candidate. And, you know, being a fiscal conservative, uh, you know, we always struggle a little bit to uh, raise the amount of money necessary. Dr. Jo- uh, Dr. Heck, what are the two main concerns that um, people are having 
as problems in Nevada right now? I mean, is it like the health care issues, gun control? What are what are they saying? Well, the two primary issues continue to be jobs and slash the economy, uh, because Nevada is still just coming out of the recession. Uh, and national security issues are, are big on everybody's minds as well. Uh, but there are also concerns about the health care law, obviously, with uh, the premium notices coming out this month, and we're seeing double-digit increases here in Nevada. So prices are going up, accessibility is going down, uh, competition is leaving, uh, so people are concerned about that. And we do have a, a gun check ballot question uh, on, the, uh, on the ballot this year, uh, which has got a lot of people concerned as well. Right. So what is your stand on the health care? I mean, are you, are you for the Obama uh, health care program? Oh, no, not at all. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I first ran for office in 2010 uh, when that bill was under debate. Look, we've got to do a better job at getting people access to health care, uh, not just health insurance. Uh, and what the health care law, what the so-called Affordable Health Care Act has done, has actually increased everybody's costs, taken away the uh, patient-doctor relationship, has inserted the federal government and the IRS uh, into these decisions. Uh, and I think we definitely need to repeal it uh, and replace it with something that actually increases access to affordable health care. You know, with the average person, their rate's going up almost $700 a month. How, how could they not vote for that? How, how could they vote for anybody that stands for that? Well, you know, that's a question that we've been asking uh, this entire campaign because my opponent uh, wholeheartedly supports the health care law. Uh, just like Hillary, she's doubling down on it and saying, well, there might be a few problems, but we just need to fix it. Now, I hate to say this, but there are more than just a few problems uh, with the health care <laughs> law. It needs a fundamental rewrite in order to bring down costs and get people an opportunity to see a health care professional. Well, absolutely. And uh, another key issue, of course, especially for us, because our show is Gun Freedom Radio and we own a gun store here in Arizona, is uh, what could possibly happen to our Second Amendment rights in every state. Now, we're sitting in Arizona, you're in Nevada, but we are talking to the entire nation on this show. And what happens in one state will affect other states. And Nevada, for whatever reason, I don't know why they've chosen you, the Bloomberg, the anti-gun, the rights restrictors. I don't know why they've chosen Nevada as one of their battleground states, but that seems to be the case. Uh, tell, tell people a little bit about what you're experiencing and what your plan is. Yeah, so it's a great question. And, and I think they chose Nevada uh, because over the last decade, Nevada has turned into a Democrat blue state. Uh, you know, Ten years ago, they wouldn't have stood a chance here when we were a solidly red state. So I think they saw an opportunity to try to get this ballot initiative passed in Nevada uh, as their jumping off point uh, to other states uh, in the West, certainly in the Southwest. Uh, it, interestingly, in public polling, uh, that ballot question uh, seems to have enough votes to be able to pass. Uh, and that causes a lot of us grave concerns about uh, basically criminalizing the activities of law-abiding citizens. Uh, and it's not just what's going on at the state level, but this underscores the importance of why we need to maintain a Republican Senate uh, in Washington, uh, because the next Supreme Court justice uh, nominee who eventually gets confirmed is going to tilt the court one way or the other. Uh, and I think that if Hillary Clinton is president uh, and she has the Senate, uh, that she will nominate and will be confirmed a liberal justice uh, that will continue to attack our Second Amendment rights. Well, of course, that's our fear as well, and, and we hope that uh, you can definitely be successful in Nevada and we can hold on to those Senate seats that we, we really need, uh, congressional seats as well. Um, so fundraising, we'll get back to that for a second. I know that that is a key element to getting elected, and when you're in a tight race, uh, you know every dollar counts even more so. And so I think, the, from what I understand, are you still raising funds? And, and are people able to, to help out? Like maybe they're in a state that, that is pretty solid and pretty safe, and they're thinking, well, I want to go help an underdog. I want to help somebody that's on my side of the fence uh, in another state to be successful. Is that something that's okay? And how would they do that? Yes, certainly. Well, you know, contributions uh, are still uh, gratefully appreciated as we continue to work our get-out-the-vote efforts making sure that we 
uh, have the folks that we need to knock doors, make phone calls, keep our TV ads up, uh, and people can donate online uh, at drjoeheck.com. That's drdrjoeheck.com. Likewise, if there are folks that want to come and knock doors and make phone calls, uh, we have a large group of out-of-state supporters that are coming in uh, over this weekend that will be with us through Election Day uh, to make sure that we contact every identified supporter and make sure they get to the polls. So there's plenty of opportunity, uh, and they can contact us directly through that same website, uh, drjoeheck.com. You know, there are so many gun owners in, in Nevada. They're everywhere, and there's shooting ranges everywhere. There's machine gun shoots. There's everything. I can't believe that your rights are at risk because of how many owners there are, but they're just not. They need to get up and go vote. Right, Judge. Of course, it's not the owners. It's all the folks that don't own uh, that are pushing the ballot question. Again, you know, entirely funded uh, by uh, Michael Bloomberg. You know, so we've got somebody from New York trying to influence the laws in the state of Nevada through his uh, financial uh, capability. Uh, but we do. We need to mobilize uh, all law-abiding gun owners uh, to go out and say, look, uh, you know, this bill uh, or ballot question uh, will actually, uh, it's so poorly worded that it will criminalize otherwise legal activity. I, and I think it's interesting when we have 17 counties in Nevada, um, 15 of our county sheriffs and our attorney general uh, and our governor have come out against the ballot question. Hmm. And yet, here it is, because of yeah. uh, some guy in New York that's got enough money to, to start muscling people around. Well, I, I really, when I look at your resume, I know that you are not somebody that takes things lightly, and I know you're not somebody that is, is just going to dabble in this. You are coming at this to, with a, a mindset to serve your country and to protect the Second Amendment, and to, to fight for all those other things we talked about, fight for jobs and economy, protect our national security. And I just, I applaud your efforts. I, I appreciate your service, sir. And uh, we wish you the best of luck on, on Tuesday. Hey, thank you so much. I look forward to coming back on your show as the next U.S. Senator from the state of Nevada. Yes, sir. Invitation's already in the mail, addressed as such, right? <laughs> Outstanding. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Joe Heck, for U.S. Senate in Nevada. Reach out to him on drjoeheck.com. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. So that was awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for him. I, I hope he... Uh, I hope he, he's successful. I mean, you know, he's definitely making a good show. You know, we can hope and pray, but what we really need is for people to get off their butts and go vote. Get off your, yeah. I mean, what the, Dan gun, said. the gun owners need to vote. They do. And also, you know, you have a circle of influence. You know, you have a circle of friends that maybe are on the fence about guns or on the fence about this election or on the fence about voting in general. You know what? It's time to take some people to have lunch. You know, take them out to a coffee, take them out to the range and uh, help them understand why this is so important to our nation and why we are so passionate about it. All right. Got to run to commercial. When we come back, we will have Dan's commentary. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. 
Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy, and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. <laughs> Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona, and uh we're playing some patriotic music today because this is the, the last show before the 2016 presidential election. So we're, we're just uh, bringing our minds back to what's important. Yeah, our values, you know, America. What, what does that mean to you? You know, what does it mean in your heart? I, I feel like lately it's... America's just gotten such a black eye from even inside of ourselves. Um, well, and be- so it is, it, go ahead. There's people out there that are trying to destroy uh, the America that we, uh, we love and, and know. And the reputation thereof. The anyway. voting to me, it kind of reminds me of how like the Boston Tea Party or when the British were coming during the Revolutionary War. Each one of us need to stand up and vote because that's like they did with standing up with their guns. Hmm. I'm not saying stand up with your guns. I'm Mm-mm. saying stand up and vote right. because it is important. I mean, who would think that when they fought then that their one little gun could stop a revolu- the, the war? Right. right. What if all of them would have right. said, well, I'm just well, one it's person. It's just one bullet. It's not going to do any yeah, good. You know? My musket doesn't count. Right. right. Well, they didn't because they, they really believed that, that life could be better. They what? really believed in what they, what they were after and what they wanted, and they were willing to uh, put their lives on the line. All we're saying is, go stand in line and vote. Right, and they know? also... And that, honestly, I just wrote a blog and posted it today on gunfreedomradio.com. It's titled Of, For, and By the People, but uh, it's talking about how lazy, how lazy we have become that we just basically abdicate everything over to the politicians and the media to define who we are, right. to, to tell us what we should want. So let's tell them what we want. Let's tell them. I mean, we, our vote is, is so important right now. Everyone counts. We need to do it. Go out there. Show them what America is about and vote. With your vote. I love it. Okay. Well, we're doing something a little different today because normally Dan's commentary falls at the end of the show, but he he had one that needs a, a little bit more discussion today, a little bit more time. So we are going to slip into that segment right now. Tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. A Jacksonville, a Jacksonville, Florida woman, mom, is upset that her child was taught about guns without her permission. And, you know, I just couldn't explain this story, so what we're going to do is we're going to play the clip so you can really hear what's going on. A local mother says the Duval County School District taught her child about guns without her permission. It is a topic that's sensitive in her household, and now she says it has her seven-year-old pushing back on her parenting. New at 5, Action News Jack's Letitia Barriola shows us why her child was not allowed to opt out of that program. 
This mother was caught off guard on a topic she is passionate about, so she took her concerns to the district's top leader. This is YouTube video on gun safety from the Eddie Eagle program. It's developed by the National Rifle Association. Resource officers at the Duval County Public School District present Eddie Eagle lessons like this to children. Usually parents are notified before the lesson is taught and have the option to opt out. But one local mother who doesn't want to be identified says that didn't happen. They've just undone seven years of parenting in one hour. This mother teaches her seven-year-old that all guns are bad. She said her son came home with a pamphlet that said otherwise. Mommy, you're wrong. Toy guns are okay. See, guns are okay, Mom. See, it says so right here. She wrote Duval County Superintendent Dr. Nikolai Vitti. He responded by acknowledging her son's classroom did not get an opt-out letter, and that was a mistake. He also said he agrees the topic of guns is a sensitive issue. The mother doesn't like that the program is linked to the NRA. And it sends a message that Duval is NRA affiliated. Dr. Vitti said although it was created by the NRA, its development was guided by specialists in education and child development. Dr. Vitti also emphasized the safety aspect of this program and its message of stop, don't touch, run away, and tell a grown-up if a child finds a gun. Reporting on the South Bank, Letitia Barriola, CBS 47 Action News, Jax. My brain is about ready to explode. But in fairness, before we start with this, we should have gave her permission. We should have got her permission to do that. I, don't you agree with that, Cheryl? Yes, we should and have. I understand her level of upset that, you know, just just let me know. Just let me be able to say yes or no. But, you know, they she said that there's seven years of undoing that she's been teaching her kids. But you know what? I think that might have saved her kids life down the road. Is the issue about guns or gun safety? There's two different stories here. You know, the classroom didn't go to a gun show and look at a bunch of guns. They went to a classroom that had absolutely no firearms anywhere in the vicinity, and they were taught that if you've seen this, this strange object, look at it, run away, tell an adult, and don't touch it, right? Exactly. That's what they do. So how is that? Any, you know, how is that bad? Well, and how is that teaching... You know, just the phrasing, like you said, um, they taught my child about guns. Well, no, they taught your child about gun safety. They taught your child, stop, don't touch, run away, tell a grown-up. There's no encouragement there whatsoever to interact and quite the opposite. It's teaching her child, do not interact. That agrees with her. She doesn't want her child to interact with guns. They did exactly, they supported exactly what she wants, right? Secondly, now I'm taking your commentary. That's okay, I want you to. You know what, <laughs> I'm so angry about this, I want you to. Go ahead. Secondly, he's, he comes home, he's seven years old. He says, look, Mom, they told me toy guns are okay. Now, she just took the seven-year-old's word for We've that. We've been through that course and there is nothing on there that promotes you to want guns. There's of nothing. any kind. Nothing. They, they don't, take no, no. no side at all. They make no judgments, no moral judgments. Here's what they do mm. though. Go ahead. They don't say good. They don't say bad. They say guns are dangerous. Okay? If you see one, stop what you're doing, run away, and be done with it because they are dangerous if you're not trained. They don't try to train you on the guns. They don't try to influence you in any way. They tell you to stop and leave. Well, and so if she would have not just taken a seven-year-old's word for it, right? Mm -hmm. That's what parenting is about. You listen to the seven-year-old and you say, oh, that's interesting. Well, let's go look. Fire up the Google machine, right? And there's a question right on their general FAQ page, Frequently Asked Questions page. Does Eddie Eagle promote firearm ownership or use? The answer is no. 
The program neither offers nor asks for any value judgment concerning firearms. Like safety lessons about swimming pools, electrical outlets, and matchbooks, Eddie Eagle's sole purpose is to give children crucial information about what to do if they ever come across a gun. With firearms found in about half of all American households, it's a message that makes sense. Eddie is never pictured holding or even touching a gun. And then I will say, end of quote, including toy guns. He does right. not. And so here's the thing. She said she spent seven years teaching her kid not to be around guns. So when the kid brought this up, now maybe he kind of said, well, mom, you wouldn't let me have toy guns, but they're saying toy guns. You know, I, I, I understand it as toy guns are okay. Now you've got a chance to teach him more. If you still don't want him around guns and all that, you still, there's more teaching involved because he's got his curiosity up. Now he got it up because of the NRA at Eagle program, right? Because mm -hmm. he went home and he asked questions. Mm -hmm. So he's curious. Mm -hmm. So this is her chance. Rather it be when he's walking down the street and he sees a gun in a canal or he sees a gun at somebody's house, we definitely don't want it there. So this is a perfect time. Now, this lady didn't say who she was. Right. She wanted and, to be anonymous. And I think part of that might be because there's some exaggeration to this story. Mm -hmm. Because the NRA... When, they, when we did our Eddie Eagle program at the store, mm -hmm. we have a gun shop. Now, mm -hmm. we have an auction house next door. Mm -hmm. They made sure no guns were anywhere. Mm -hmm. They made sure that we followed the strict rules of the guidelines on the NRA Explore website that you're showing me mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. And it was our responsibility to do that. There was no way that we would have influenced any kid anywhere that guns are cool, fun, and play with. Exactly. Now, again, we can understand her initial reaction. Probably she, it got her fired up. Mm -hmm. You did something with my child without my permission. That would fire me up, this. right? But then it takes time to notify, you know, the media. And it takes time for them to come to you. And it takes time for them to set up and for you to, to now tell them. She had plenty of time to bring herself back down to earth, to go check out the website and find out that, Oh, okay. They didn't. They don't teach that toy guns are okay. They don't teach anything about guns other than let's lead out. Well, first you gotta have your your final. All I'm saying to you is that if James Brown and I were there, that we would say you should be thanking the NRA for giving you the opportunity to teach your kids even more. Hey! Thank you, James. Don't touch. <laughs> Run away. Tell the crone I'll stop. Don't touch. Run away. Tell the crone up. Hail the Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And the statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. And the eagle will fly. And it's gonna be here. When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell. And it'll feel like the whole. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. 
one? Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Be a part of the gold rush and head on down to see my friends at Pot of Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at potofgoldstate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Cogger sent you. to Gun Freedom Radio. Man, if that doesn't get you on your feet and your hand over your heart, I don't I don't know. Is that you singing in the shower again, Cheryl? <laughs> uh, well, this is our, our last um, airing before the big election that we have been gearing up for for what? Has it been two years, 10 years? I don't know how long it's been. But I think that... You know, everybody is on the edge of their seat. We're on pins and needles. We're waiting to see what our future holds. But what's sad is how few of us really understand our past. And that song always conjures up so much for me, you know. And, and uh, of course, that's the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> and we tend to forget, don't we? We do. We do. I think we, we try to forget. Again, I wrote a blog and posted it this morning on gunfreedomradio.com called Of For and By The People. And I... I say that we are we are generationally and and institutionally forgetting, and there's purpose behind that. And I I think that we need to put more effort into remembering than we are putting into forgetting. And we have a wonderful guest that has been on our show a few times, waiting on the line. Uh, we have former Arizona Senator Dr. Kelly Ward. Now, Dr. Ward is someone who has literally put her money, her heart and her time and her full effort where her mouth is. She ran an energized campaign for the U.S. Senate seat against Senator John McCain in this election, uh, leading up to this election. She traveled countless hours crisscrossing the state of Arizona, talking to voters. And I have to say, you know, even if she didn't make the ballot for this election, I have a feeling we're going to be seeing her name in a voting booth near you. Are you with us, Ms. Kelly? Hey, I am. I am. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Oh, wonderful. And Dan's here with us, too. Hi. Uh, hello, hello. Good good to talk to both of you guys. And, and you're right. I, you know, the last, the, the primary was, uh, you know, really just spectacular. It was amazing to be all over the great state of Arizona, meeting so many amazing people. And, you know, unfortunately, I fell short in that, in that election. But you know what? I've never run for statewide office before. And I gave Senator McCain one of the most powerful, most financially connected men in Washington D.C. a run for his money. Got mm-hmm. over forty percent of the forty percent of the vote in a four-way race, two hundred thirty-five thousand votes. So I think that that's a great place to start. And I'm not sure if you all have heard yet, but I have formally opened a committee to challenge Jeff Blake in the primary for the Senate in 2018. Wow. wow. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'd, I'd heard, like, whispers. I just wasn't sure if it was official, but, well, congratulations. And, Thank uh, you. And, Thank you. And you know what's, what's great about announcing this, even before we get to Tuesday? It reminds people that we can't just run up to the finish line and then kind of, you know, sit back for a while and then start trying to figure out what to do with the next one. You're already yeah. in play for the next one. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're right. You know, it's going to take more than one election to drain the swamp, as, as, as uh, Donald Trump likes to say. I love you know, that. I think that, that I hope that we are going to start draining the swamp on Tuesday, but it's going to take more time than just one election to get it done. It's taken a long time for us to get to where we are as a country, and I think you're exactly right with what you were talking about in your blog and just a few minutes ago about the the changes in the United States, the changes in the educational process, and the, the really the dumbing down of America to the benefit of the, the people in power. And we've got to take it back. Well, Dr. Ward, uh, what, what are you going to do that's different than what uh, Mr. Flake's doing? Yeah, give us a little compare uh, and contrast. <laughs> yeah. Let well, let's, yeah, let's start first and foremost with uh, his support of, of the corrupt Loretta Lynch as the Attorney General. He voted for her in the judiciary. He brought her to us. And um, and I just think it's ridiculous. Whenever you look at the things that she's been really colluding with the Clintons and uh, using the Justice Department in a political manner, it's unbelievable. So that's one thing. Uh, you know, TPP is another. You know, TPP is a globalist agenda to... to um, it, it does not put America first, and we need to seriously look at our trade policies so that we are benefiting our country and our citizens. There's there's that. Now, of course, something a little closer and nearer and dearer to people's hearts right now, a couple of days before the big election, is the fact that Jeff Blake will not support our Republican nominee. He will not support Donald Trump. He's featured in a Hillary Clinton campaign ad. He came out just this week saying he was going to potentially write in Evan McMullen as, as his choice. And I think that's just as useful as, as John Kasich out in Ohio writing in John McCain for president. Right. And, and you know, people don't understand this language, but we say that if you don't vote, if you vote for a third party candidate or a write in or something, you're basically voting against your own party. You're basically voting for the in this case, if you're not voting for Trump specifically, you are voting for Hillary. People don't understand why that is. I think that's a little too abstract. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think they don't. They don't get it. They they want to vote their conscience, and I do think people should be voting their conscience. But they need to be examining what that conscience is, because I think so many Republicans and and independents and even Democrats want a secure border so that we have national security. Border security is national security. They want those fair trade policies. They want to make sure that we're putting America for, first. They want to make sure that we're a country of law and order, that we're supporting our police officers who are out there on the streets every single day and also enforcing the very laws that are on the books. Um, I think that if people look at those things, then they stop being distracted by the Democrat talking points and the Hillary Clinton campaign ads that basically are saying that Donald Trump doesn't have the temperament to be the president, they'll start to realize that their conscience would push them toward a, a Donald Trump presidency, a presidency who, you know, let's talk about the Supreme Court. Um, he has stated and he has put out nominees that would be like Anton Scalia, who knows that the Constitution says what it says and it doesn't say what it doesn't say. We can get some Second Amendment friendly judges who understand what the Constitution says about the Second Amendment instead of the people that Hillary Clinton would love us to have in a living document interpreting what that Second Amendment and what the Constitution and what the Bill of Rights mean, taking away our religious freedom. And we can't have that. So we've got to, we've got to on Tuesday elect Donald Trump. I think my brain is boiling right now. When you said that he's not supporting Donald Trump, not supporting, that's like saying I'm not supporting the Republican Party. And, and if the, you're not supporting the Republican Party, then you're not supporting the Second Amendment because clearly the Democratic Party has come out. I mean, they've softened it a lot, right, in the last, what, maybe month. But they've come right out and said that they want to make changes in the way that the Second Amendment is interpreted. Am right. I am I incorrect about that? No, no, you're 100% correct. And I mean, unfortunately, our two senators, Senator McCain and Senator Flake, have been right there with Hillary Clinton supporting so-called common sense gun control, common sense gun measures. And um, that's a, a, a camel's tent, you know, camel's, camel's nose under the tent. And we can't allow that. We have to have strict interpretation of the Second Amendment if we want to maintain our right to keep and bear arms, not only to hunt, not only for sportsmanship.
citizenship, but to protect ourselves against criminals and a tyrannical government. It's going to take a lot more. I, I just, I'm still boiling. I don't know what to do. I think I need a hug. <laughs> well, because, luckily, Cheryl's right there. That's right. The whole country needs a hug. It, we've got, we've got to stand for the Republican way of, way of life because if we don't, we're going to lose it. I'm, I'm so, well, I, I, I think the people that have been in Washington for a long time on both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrat, don't understand what the people out in the rest of the country are facing and feeling. Mm-hmm. And um, whenever you hear Paul Ryan saying things like, that's not the Republican Party, that's not American, I don't think he has any idea what the GOP in the trenches feels about about this great country. He wants to dictate what we should feel. Mm. And his version of the Republican Party is a little different than the people who are out here fighting the battle day to day, living their lives and trying to su- succeed under uh, the, the pressures that wow. the Obama administration has put us under for, for years and years. Uh, you know, I, I like the way you phrase that, and it, it really makes a lot of sense. And I, it's a shame that they've gotten so disconnected and I, th- I think that is why they just cannot understand the whole Trump phenomena. And, right. and it, he makes sense to so many of us. Well, duh, of course we need yeah. somebody that is actually speaking our language, not some sliced and diced and pre-chewed version of something they got through a, you know, a, a focus group. And that was every other politician that was on those debate stages with Trump in the early uh, season. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why he resonated so much, not only with Republicans, but with independents and with Democrats. And I think that that's why people are going to be shocked. The the insiders, the talking heads, the the politicos, the the politicians are going to be shocked on Tuesday at how well Donald Trump does, because... Uh, I think there are going to be a lot of Democrats who they are counting on as Hillary votes in their so-called polling that have actually voted for Donald Trump. Well, Dr. Ward, I'm amazed with yeah. you. I think you are what should be replacing the Energizing Bunny with Duracell. You <laughs> you should have that job because you do it so well. I have never seen, I've met anyone with more energy. I know that you're going to succeed in what you're doing, and I'm for you, and I just I wish the best for you. Oh, well, I thank you. I thank you. You know, I will always work hard for the people. Somebody sent me a message on Facebook and said, who will be your puppet master? And, I mean, of course, you know, I I live my life as a Christian, so, you know, I live through Jesus. But I will tell you that the puppet master politically should be we the people. And that's who I'm accountable to, and that's who I'll always be accountable. Absolutely. That's that's well said on, on both points. Well, we've got to wrap up, but please tell people, you know, how can they stay in touch with you and watch uh, your campaign as it unfolds for not not this Tuesday, but we're already looking ahead down the road a couple of years. Uh, tell folks yep, about yep. that. Well, they can obviously come to my website, kellyward.com, Kelly with an I, because I'm going to be a conservative champion for We the People. So go there. You can find out. I mean, it's it's kind of generic right now. It's not really revved up for the election, but you can always stay in touch there. I'm on Facebook, Kelly Ward for Arizona. I'm on Twitter, Kelly Ward AZ. I do have a radio show called The Kelly Ward Connection, Wednesdays at 3 o'clock on KFNX, 1100 Independent Talk. I would love people to be able to call in and listen and send us messages, but I definitely want to stay connected with the people over these next two years so I can do a great job when I get to Washington. Fantastic. And congratulations on the radio show. I, I, I saw that and forgot to mention it, so I'm glad you did. Hey, you guys will have to come on my show, too. I'd love to have you. Oh, I'm there already. I'm sitting there. Where All are right. you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dr. Kelly Ward, thank you so much. And uh, clearly, uh, you say vote Trump, right? Yeah, I say vote Trump. Vote 100% Trump. let's. Let's make America great again. I love it. All right. Thank you so much. We will talk soon. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. Well, stick around. We still have another full hour ahead of us on Gun Freedom Radio, where we will be talking to a couple of other Arizona. Uh, hope We've got a hopeful. We've got a senator. And we've got the president of the Arizona Citizens Defense League coming up right on the other side of this commercial.
Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Pot of Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Pot of Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at potofgoldestate.com. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. AZFirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. AZFirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit AZFirearms.com. 